We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, He trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. We appreciate you listening. By the way, we have a couple of phone lines open if you want to join the program. So what do you got over there, Miss uh, Allison? So Ms. Al? this is a TikToker, kind of an influencer from Los Angeles. Is that what we call people who are on TikTok, TikTokers? She, I mean, that's what I say, but I'm old, I'm, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's a TikToker. We'll have to have our kids tell us Tick, what we say. Or she's TikTok famous. TikTok, TikTok famous. Tick, so it says TikTokumentary. She's, this, this is her, well, this is funny because she, this is the title of her TikTok, Realizations About Dating in 2023 as a Woman. So she's a woman. Okay. She looks why like she a woman. Knows, she seems to be a woman. She Did she start out as a woman? Yes. Okay. Let's see if this works. I'm going to play this TikTok. And I'm going to turn on the mic. And what she's saying is funny. And Sky's going to make sure there's no profanities. Here we go. Okay. Oh. Saddest realizations I recently had was that as a liberal woman, it is really hard to find a man who is willing to play the more traditional masculine role in the relationship in today's day and age. Who is not a conservative? A man who wants to pay on the first date, who wants to open your door, who has that want and desire to take care of you and to provide, who is not a conservative. And obviously, as a liberal woman, I do want to be respected for my independence, and I do want to have my own autonomy in the relationship and not be confined or conform to the traditional female, homemaker, childbearing role. And most of the men that I've dated who do have that more natural provider masculinity about them are normally conservative. So I don't really know what to do because I don't want to compromise my morals and values just to find a man. But am I asking to have my cake and eat it too? Uh, yes. Wow. She said it out loud. She really did. I mean, she's she wanted someone that would pay, <laughs> pay on the, the first day, open a door, want to be protective. I just can't find one who's not conservative. She wants the traditional role male, but she doesn't want to be a... Well, she puts I mean, a lot of conditions trad, on it. They okay. call it a trad wife. A what? Oh, a, a trad. trad a she doesn't want to be a trad she wife. She doesn't want to be a trad wife, but she wants a trad husband. Well, that's so going to be tough to find. Doesn't, doesn't that sound like America, though, Sky? Yeah. She, yeah. They want, I want the it trad all, husband. But I don't want, want a trad man. I want the Viking standing at the door when the barbarians come. But other than that, I want to do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Isn't that where we are? It is. Yeah. It's, it's kind of... a sad comment. Yeah. It is sad. Um, but so my question is, does she eventually come around to like, well, this isn't working out. I'm going to die lonely with my cats. Well, she's about 35. And then she'll be on the TikToks crying about how it's too late. I can't find a husband. All the good husbands were married, and I'm about to be out of my childbearing years, and I can't have children, and instead I don't understand why. I'm like, because you were, uh, you know, you worked in a cubicle at Google for the past 15 years. Hey, that's awesome. Great for you. Good job. Career, career. Is that, that's Isn't that's there condescending? also, there is another part, though. What? And that is the addiction to pornography. Mm. 
For men? For men and women. I think so the they don't need each other at all. They don't need each other. Sex has gone from being relational to transactional. Mm-hmm. So they don't need a partner. They well, have what's the old man? What's the old men thing they used to say in the old days? Uh, why why buy the cow when you when can you have can the, get milk the milk for, for free? free? Yes. So so we don't need each other anymore. Okay. The statistics are very high for men, but growing for women. It was kind of revealed when the Fifty Shades of Grey book series came out that that was a really big deal so then you've got that you have this prevalence of young men playing video games so if you go to college now the thing that they're going to take with them is they're going to take their whatever they they take and that's fine but it is a huge deal for young men and so i remember years ago when we were at brook hills and david platt before he went woke Talk to the young men, and he was like, because the average age of getting married now is 27. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, guys, y'all need to look up sometimes. So there are but, but, different but things why, that are playing But why look up? I mean, I'm thinking if I'm a young man out there and I look up, what am I seeing? I think you have to at some point, just like this girl. I mean, the desire is still there. The mm-hmm. way God made you is still there mm-hmm. to search for that, to have companionship. But if the younger women don't have respect for the younger guys, and I'm not saying the younger guys deserve it because we've, you know, emasculated them, we've feminized them we have. so much that um, they're like, wow, what am, what, am I, what am I doing? I mean, she's, she doesn't, I mean, she's going to be... And she looks angry, and she's yelling all the time. She's like telling me what I need to do. And yeah. and isn't it funny that we'll do anything but surrender to the plan that is good and best and most comfortable and most beautiful, which is God's design for marriage and God's design for men and women. And I mean, he designed you to prov- protect, right. to provide, and defend. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what the Lord does for us. Mm-hmm. His nature is to protect. But since we have a society that's so safe and so open... What do we need men for? That's we'll, why you we'll have need, the government. We'll need men again, right? The government, the government provides all that. So, did we do this when LBJ ushered in all of those great society programs and took men out of the home? Mm-hmm. Yes, that was it. And the Industrial Revolution did a lot of it too. Mm-hmm. Separated husbands and mm-hmm. wives. Sure did. No longer worked together. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that's so funny is that this woman wants the trad man. But it's also hilarious that in a Christian marriage, and I don't mean the Christian check-the-box marriage, I mean the men who are in the Word, in Mm -hmm. church, following God, who are going to provide those things, that safe environment for a woman to be whoever God created her to be. Correct. That man who loves God isn't going to hold his wife back. They're in partnership together. Right. And we don't know that because we're not talking about it. Well, because her her thing was, what was that? I I don't want to... Compromise our morals, which yeah, what, what are you is talking back about? into the whole thing about we're going to have somebody's morals. But she says she doesn't want to be held back. Held back from what? What exactly are you going to be held back from by the by the traditional man? Does she literally think he's going to say, woman, get in that kitchen and kick them shoes off? I really believe women think that. I think they went to college and were taught that. But it's funny because without getting, like, I feel like I need a couch to lay down on at the counselor's office, which I've done before. Me too. But y'all don't look like her. Anyway, (laughs) but Amy, that's what you're saying. I mean, my dad left when I was three, so I grew up without a dad. And, you know, I kind of fought. I didn't have that role model. I didn't have that security in my life. 
and I was fiercely independent because I kind of had to do it. My mom was a single mom, worked three mm-hmm. jobs, blah, blah, blah. I had to take care of myself, and marriage was kind of, it se- well, I have commitment issues. Right. And so marriage was very intimidating, but it's funny. It is exactly what has given me the freedom to finally let down and be like, I can be me. I don't right. have to do it all myself. I don't have to be perfect. Right. Like I have somebody there that is doing life with me. And so that security that I needed, I found in marriage that I'd never had before. But it's And so it was the opposite. thing that you were worried about. Right. It's mm-hmm. opposite of what the world tells you. And, and my mom even, she was like, she would always say, love a man, take care of a man, but never depend on a man. And that was stuck in my head. Right. You couldn't depend that's her because they're going to leave you. Right. Um, but that's exact. You need that dependency. You need that security. The dependency is part of the security, is it not? It is. It's part yeah. of the safety. And, that, and that's one of the things we've done to ourselves with the divorce culture and, and all this kind of stuff is that no one is secure in that because both sexes are like, well, you know, she, she might leave, he might leave or whatever. And they're, they're, you never can be, people are always on their guard because they think tomorrow he might be gone or but she might be gone. That's where it goes back to what we were talking about with the pastor and that your purpose, whether it's an individual or in a marriage, has to be more than yourself, more than your happiness, more than your mm-hmm. feelings. And if you both have the same foundation, the same purpose, you know your relationship is God-ordained and sorry, you're like stuck. Jared hates that sometimes, but he's stuck. Mm-hmm. And you work it out. And you know nobody's going anywhere and you just right. got to figure it out. And that's where, but if, if you don't have somebody that has that same foundation, that same ultimate goal, that same purpose, it it's really, it is difficult. Well, think about this. I mean, it's that diabolical lie right now that feminism, and, and you hear it in the college campuses, which is so awful, is that all men are bad. That is a hateful, terrific lie. Mm-hmm. And that people are actually believing that all men are bad. And you're like, well, that's ironic because you don't want to be painted with a broad brush, but you're doing the same thing and you hear it over and over and over again. And that's the thing that frustrates me the most because if you look at Ephesians, it says husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. That is a huge calling. And I've always said, I would rather do the submitting than to be told by God, you have to have a sacrificial love. You got to be willing to die for your wife. And then what do we fight about in society all the time? Is the part where it says wives submit to your husbands. I'm like, I'll take the submit part any day. Well, and do we also leave out the men submitting sacri- to Christ? Yes. I mean, we leave we do. that part out because mm-hmm. that submission part in a marriage where we're equal, mm-hmm. different, but you're still the head, just makes people's head explode. So why? So why do y'all think in so many marriages? The woman is actually the head of the family. It's easier. I think men men don't like conflict. It goes back to the garden. And if you were doing yes. it like God says, the man would know, okay, look, when we finally get to it, God said I'm in charge, and I hear you, <laughs> but this is what we got to do. <laughs> but I think we got away from that. Yeah, have, I, have I ever told you my pyramid theory? No, give me the pyramid okay, theory. Well, you, you, were, you were touching on some of the, the basics. We're going to get right to your calls in okay. just a second. Um, have you ever run into a couple, you know, maybe in their 50s or older, where the woman just, just lets the man have it oh, all yeah, the she's time? she's hammering him. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, and, yes, and, yes. And you see that, and, you, and, I, and I wonder, you know they didn't start out like this. 
Right. right? There, there, there's so no how did way. It happen? What happens is yeah, he didn't uh, say, "Hey, I got this girl. Yeah. She's she's she, she just hammers on me and cuts on me." Right. Right. A man starts out thinking as a pyramid. Okay. That's what I want. And over the years. Unfortunately, it's true. A lot of people like to fight in this world. They just do. Mm-hmm. And most of them are women. No offense. But uh, men, they just want to come home and, and just keep the peace. So they take it. And that pyramid point gets rubbed down and rubbed down and rubbed down. Finally, a man will, will stop and he'll say, now, wait a minute. But it doesn't bring the point back. It just keeps, and Finally, right. what you're seeing is that man in his 60s is just a pile of sand. Well, there used to be a pyramid. And he's been praying for his e- hearing to go out. <laughs> That's right. Beethoven wasn't really deaf. He just married a woman like that. It's like, I can't wow. hear a thing. Yeah. That's but, true. But that's what happens when you when you see a couple like that and, and you wonder, think of the pyramid. Mm. The pyramid. That was once wow. a man. Let's go to the phones real quick and weigh in. Stan, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Hey, Scott. How are you today? I'm, I'm doing fine, Stan. How are you today? I'm doing good. Uh, real quick comment about what you're discussing. I had a piece of news that I wanted to share with you about the uh, congressional lives and the lawsuit. Oh, yeah, that would be uh, good. Uh, I, I will say when I heard that war- woman's uh, message that I heard a woman that did not know Jesus Christ. Ooh. And if she had known the Lord in a godly Christian home, and had been raised in a church that was foundational in its teaching and belief system. That woman would have never made that statement. And uh, she would have uh, probably already found a uh, rock-solid, stable Christian man that was a leader by example, uh, not who sat down with a rule book and decided who's going to take on the role of the the lead head of the house. But it would have been naturally born in their spirit and counseling would not have been necessary. It would have been natural. Uh, and I, my heart breaks for people when I hear that, that type of speech. Yeah, uh, it's, it's easy for me to forget how much of it, you know, God told us it's a, it's a spiritual battle. And it's easy for me to start judging a little bit when it's it's a spiritual blindness. Very good point, Stan. I am going to have to hold you over. Eric the dog, Dr. Jules, don't go anywhere. We definitely want to hear from you. We got to take a break, though. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We're just making sure, Sky. But sometimes, you know, you you we just don't want you to hear all the stuff we're doing over here. It's okay. very exciting. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of laughing that happens in between. A lot of stuff going okay. on. Okay. While we enjoy the show. You kids keep it down in there, okay? We're trying to run a radio show. That is essentially what you would be saying to us. Gosh, what if we didn't like each other? That would be awful. Oh, my gosh, it'd be terrible. I'd sit here all day with y'all. We would have lasted like five minutes. I can just imagine what tomorrow's going to be like. We're so excited about tomorrow. So We're coming to do the show there in the River Region. And yes. then we've got the big event tomorrow night at Baumhauer's at 6. 6 and hopefully it's, uh, people are having to park in the road. And just everybody come on out. <laughs> Literally they'll, can't wait to meet they'll everybody. They'll have plenty of chicken wings there. Yeah, oh, do yeah. we get to eat? Like, what is everybody? I'm like, how eat. does this work? I'm going to eat cauliflower wings. What? You are not. That would be, oh, that would be I'm embarrassing. Gonna, I'm that gonna was Amy Beth that said that. That was I'm not Allison. Are you serious? Yeah. I thought that was a joke. Oh, My kids horrible. have gotten me on them, and I'm, I want to try. Like, they yeah. like wings. It's because Bob Powers 
It's a great. piece of cauliflower it's with not, sauce on it. Somebody come out and eat cauliflower wings with me tomorrow. I think you're why, part of the would, World Economic Forum. Why would form. you do that if you have a I'll real wing? I'll also eat chicken tenders. Oh. Okay. okay. I'll okay. eat both in it's a just biscuit. A side. Oh, well, there's no such thing as chicken tenders anymore. Those are boneless wings. Okay, I'm going to eat I'm boneless like, wings chicken fingers and with sauce cauliflower on wings. Right. Let's have a taste test tomorrow night. As long as it's oh, a side. Oh, that won't be hard to figure out. The cauliflower wings are going to lose. They're going to be delicious. No, not compared to a real wing. They may be the greatest. The greatest cauliflower With wing fries. ever. What are the fries going to be made out of? Zucchini strips? Fries. <laughs> okay. Come on out tomorrow night at 6 o'clock at Bomb Hours and find out. And, uh, <laughs> you can have this yeah. debate with us. Yeah. Let's go back to Stan. Stan, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Hey, Scott. Uh, real quick update on the uh, congressional lawsuit. Yes. The redraw congressional district lines. Um, everything has been put on hold until a second lawsuit will be heard to see if the state legislature of Senate and the House seats need to be redrawn. Oh, um, so, they're, so they're taking the legislative seats to court as well. So I guess the man. governor and the legislative leadership are like, well, we'll just wait till y'all do that and we'll find out what y'all think we need to do. Is that the plan? That sounds like the plan. Currently, nobody's going to make any moves until this final lawsuit has been heard. And uh, then they'll call the special session. Good, uh, good. Are, are are you hearing any news? You know, I've been I have been telling them since before the first redistricting to just because you could see this bubbling on the horizon out there coming up. Look, draw all the districts um, competitive and let's elect seven Republicans. Any any motion on my advice to the legislators? Yeah, it's getting close to that. Um, as a two-part two answer to your your statement there, okay. uh, we are 30,000 people away from having an eighth congressional district. Okay. Uh, oh, my goodness. But we, we, we'd have to have it to come. We, California would lose it, or Washington and, or Oregon would actually lose uh, a seat. Uh, so that's, that's something that's not anticipated yet. But uh, we're just that close to having another seat. But, yes, they are talking about drawing the districts in such a way that you're not going to have a minority-majority district that will always be minority-majority, that it will be a competitive race. So, I wonder what uh, Terry Sewell thinks about that. Terry Sewell's going to uh, be, she's gonna be in trouble. <laughs> Terry Sewell, who was, her office was celebrating the fact that the court ruled the way they did, I, that's what I would have done. I'd be like, okay, well, you don't get a uh, you don't get a sixty sixty five percent minority district. You get a you get a fifty two forty eight like everybody else would. But historically, yeah. Alabama has been told to look at the race of the people in the district, pack as many folks in there as is necessary to elect someone who looks a certain way or has enough melanin in their skin. And um, I think the Alabama legislature should. Uh, you know, abide by what they're told and make all seven of them competitive and let's, let's rock and roll. But when we do that, we better get our voting system straight and not allow ballot harvesting and drive up, you know, voting at the curbs and not let Jefferson County just vote and vote and vote and vote and vote and vote, and vote absentee voting just by walking up to the courthouse all the time. We got to get all that stuff under control if we're going to make all these districts competitive. And you better get the uh, thumb drive USBs uh, locked away in a safe somewhere. Uh, <laughs> you're you're right I, about that. I, I'm convinced until 
either the law's got to change or the Republicans are going to have to cheat or we're not going to win. That's, oh, that's how desperate it's become. We're I gonna, think you may be right. We got to change the laws or we're going to have to put a ballot box in the graveyard and, uh, and because we're not going to win some of the crisis. Yeah, especially on the national level in some of these other states, for sure. Stan, I appreciate the update, man. Keep us uh, keep us informed. We appreciate the work we do. And uh, we're looking forward to those special uh, Stan Cook items that we're going to talk about on the show here in a few days. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. We'll get them to you today. All right, buddy. You'll enjoy it. Bye. Thank you, Bye. sir. Yeah, yeah, I'm not telling y'all. we got to go on. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Let's go to Dr. So Dr. Jules. Dr. Jules, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your patience. Hey, y'all. Hey. hey. Okay, I'm just going to get right to it because I've been on hold a little bit, so i got to hurry. Yes, um, ma'am. I'm not saying this to be accusatory or to be ugly, Uh-oh. but we keep talking about going back to the way things were, which I agree with what y'all say. But if y'all really believe, especially the ladies on the show, if y'all believe what you're saying, then y'all got to hand in your notice because women, if we go back to the way things were, women shouldn't be on the radio. Y'all need to be home taking care of your house and your kids and your husband, cooking dinner, cleaning. Now, Dr. Jules, do you think uh, by saying have some more traditional values that that means that they or I think that women aren't allowed to do certain things? If you believe what the Bible says about a woman's role, then you need to be taking care of your house and home. Not on the radio. Well, what about Queen Esther or Deborah or Mary or any of the women in the Old Testament? What about them? What about the leading women of the city in the New Testament that supported Jesus' ministry and Paul's ministry? They were not just at home. We're not going to just take Titus 2 as the only reason that we exist. Dr. Jules. Oh, we just lost the entire phone bank. Uh, oh, the whole phone so oh, Everyone, Dr. Jules and everyone that was holding. Uh, it happened, it happened earlier, purpose? but we were in a break. Guy. No, 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 no. We're having some weather here. Oh, in, okay. In, uh, in the well, I do Capital think, and, and I want to speak for Dr. Jules, and hopefully we'll get her on another time, but um, I, I think that's part of the misconception is that, uh, you know, that it's, it's going back to where women can't do anything. And that's not... That's not what the Bible says. That wasn't biblical to start with. Right. And I want my daughter to be able to do whatever it is she wants to do. And we can't just take Titus 2 and say that is the only place a woman can be. That is not You got the Proverbs woman. There's a a Proverbs woman. She worked and had a home. She did a lot. She invested. We've got to look at the whole council of Scripture. She owned land. Right. So... Yeah. We've got to look at the whole thing. it is a misconception. Yeah. So, it's a good topic, though. It is. Absolutely outstanding. We'll have to work on that as well. Lots of stuff to do here at Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We'll be back. We are back. Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. So uh, did y'all want to go back to yes. that before the squelch yes. came? So you, so you think there's a misunderstanding that um, people have about traditional roles, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, I think there's a, a, a very much a difference. There's an operational role, mm-hmm. um, and then there's a tactical you know, so operationally, husbands are the head. There's no question. That's the way the Lord set it up. There is protection. There is provision. There is defense of the family. But if you look in Ephesians and it talks about husbands and wives and it gives the rules, it also tells the husbands that you are to wash your water, wash your wife with the water of the word, presenting her 
as a sacrifice, pure and blameless before the throne. Mm -hmm. Meaning it is your job to know your wife and her skills and talents better than anybody else and see to it that those things are accomplished. Mm -hmm. Yes, she's a wife. Yes, she's a mother. But there are other things that God has created you to do, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. And so often today, I think we are landing on Titus 2 without looking back at what Allison has pulled up, Proverbs 31. But as Allison and I have been the beneficiaries of this, we stayed home with our children and we, we were glad to do it because they are the work. But I also worked part-time along the way. And if anything took away from my family, that was done. Right. My primary job was to see to it that our kids become functional members of society. And the beauty of the this job, and the quiver thing. there are the arrows sure in our the arrows quiver are that we are sending out. That's exactly right. But to say that because we want a traditional role doesn't mean it. Do you know who my biggest cheerleader is? Is my husband. Right. Do you know who the one who's saying, get out there and you share the gifts that God's given you? That's my husband. Does the con- First it was my dad and my mom, but then it's my husband. Does the conflict come? Because it seems very, very hard to me. And look, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, because I'm a guy, I'm not supposed to say, but it seems difficult to, to raise children and have a career. Now, a lot of people take, a lot of women take the, the education route, which is a wonderful thing. They're, they stay with their kids sometimes when they're small. When they start school, they go back into yep. teaching. So they're there at the school with them all the time. And they're out every time, all the time, and all that kind of stuff. It just seems hard to me to, quote, unquote, have the career. And I'm for it. If a woman wants to have a career, have a career. But it seems like the rub comes when it's have a career and have the family because the kids really have to stay at the daycare, don't they? Mm-hmm. So the daycare is the one instilling the values, seeing the first steps, you know, taking care of the scuff knee. The, the, the daycare is, is providing the role that the mom provides. And it seems like it's just something we're not supposed to talk about because so many of us do it that, it, that we're real touchy about it. Well, economic conditions have, have made this necessary. It's well, not. It's not like right. so many women really want, to, and so many husbands want right. the wife to go out and work. Well, but I mean, uh, then, then you start getting into conspiracy thinker Thursday, nah, where, uh-huh. where the government wasn't only for running the husband out; they've actually ran the mom out as well. Now she's still mom, but she's not doing the actual raising and the passing down of all the values. And if you, and if anybody thinks that uh, the few couple hours in the evening when everybody's exhausted, the children are going to gather everything you want them to to learn compared to what they're learning at school or daycare or whatever, they've really run both parents out because of the economic problems that we have. And I also think it's important that there are women who do not have the option to stay at home at all because they're single moms. Mm -hmm. There are women who have family who pitch in, Mm -hmm. who have those some... I'm thinking of several jobs. Mm-hmm. And even as the girls were coming along and I was raising them, I was like, look, if you want to have a career, do so with your family in mind. Mm-hmm. I've got um, somebody in my family who did it well, mm-hmm. who has family that's there when the kids were little, helping, and a husband mm-hmm. with a job that ended early. Mm-hmm. So there was a family there. Right. But that's, I think, probably rare. Yes, yeah, so if you had the two choices, family first, job first, what is the right answer? Family. Family. That's what I think. And I think a lot of us, uh, us, a lot of us miss that. Well, it's, it's an uncomfortable thing to say. Yeah. 
Well, it's and not then if what, we've done it, we kind of feel bad about it. So we're like, I'm going to defend this to the nth degree. It's not what I would have said 10 years ago. You know, when I'm graduating college with my industrial engineering degree that mm-hmm. I worked so hard for, I wasn't going to get married till I was like 28. I was going to climb right. the corporate ladder. Right. I didn't need a husband. You know, I was going to go do all the th- things and God and his providence, which is hysterical, five months after we got married, mm-hmm. got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I, I did not want to stay home. It's funny. I did not want to stay home. Um, but God kind of forced my hand in that through a move to Birmingham, and I wouldn't change a thing. He, 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 he made it to where it wasn't an option, and now I look back and I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, we, 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 were, we found out we were pregnant right before our first anniversary, same thing. Hmm. But... And we were talking about this in the break, like this job, if it got, and my kids are older, if it got to where it was interfering with what my kids and family needed, I would drop this job in a heartbeat. Sorry, Brian, but I would, because Mm -hmm. that is my number one priority. Um, Right now, there's a lot of flexibility. And I think, you know, we were talking about Proverbs 31. She gets up while it's still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. She plants a vineyard out of her earnings. Because aren't we taught about history that women couldn't own anything? Right. Except the Proverbs 31 woman owns a field. But I'm just saying there might be a little revisionist history every so often. Well, how about in the Old Testament when they made a way for the women to, the daughters to To inherit? inherit. Yeah. You know, uh, there it goes, the Bible again. Kind toward women. Huh. Carry on. I I think Proverbs 31 is awesome. But it just goes on to say, you know... She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. I mean, she's industrious. She works hard. She has a craft. She's good at she has a sewing and she has a business and she works that business for the betterment of her family. Everything goes back to the family. And if you aren't bettering your family. And then family, she has a craft brewery? Yeah, she said she, well, <laughs> you know, if I'm planting a vineyard, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, she has a, she has, she's planting a vineyard. And her too. husband sits with the leaders at the city gates. And her children That's arise he's and sorry. cause her blessing. He's not even working. He's not working. He's just sitting there. <laughs> She's making all the money. <laughs> but it's beautiful. So it's because okay, it, maybe. She it is goes making the money. completely against what the world tells us. And here it is. All right, so let's... let's, let's so it's important to read the up. old book for yourself. Right. Just let someone the, um, tell you. Or use specific passages. So let's ask this to our, our listeners right, who may think we're a little bit off on this. I knew this day would come. Is society better since we have given in to all the new modern versions? We must do this. We must do this. We must be free to do this. We must be, I I won't, I won't, I won't. Are we better off or worse? I would argue that the folks and the families who lived during the Great Depression had less mental illness and were happier, and they had nothing but their families and their jobs. And we have all these blessings and we've listened to all this dribble for the last 50, 60 years and we've tried to do all the things they tell us to do. And everybody's literally crazy. I know you can't say mental illness, but mental illness. Literally crazy, depressed, suicidal, unhappy. Addicted. Addicted, Obstinate. et cetera. So, I mean, from a secular point of view, take God completely out of it. 
I don't think a rational person, a rational thinking person can look at our society and go, yeah, that all worked out exactly like they told us it would. I mean, statistics, just numbers support what you're saying. We are not better off. Eric the Dog will be up next. Alabama Unfiltered Radio, we're back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News, solving the world's problems one issue at a time. And I can't think of anybody better to go out to for some philosophical advice than Eric the Dog. Eric, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience. Hola. 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 Como esta? Y'all take off your shoes and get in the kitchen. I'm hungry. (laughs) You need a sandwich. Go make some sandwiches. Yeah, you try that at I home, mean, kid. Make, Come on. I had to make my own sandwich. This ain't worth a crap. Tired of all this. Tired. Tired. My mama didn't spend all the time learning how me cook and eat and wash my own laundry and clean a house for me not to have a wife to do all that. No way. <laughs> Maybe she did. What was I thinking? Yeah. You know, the whole... Now, look, this is going to aggravate some people and well, tough. that's just how life goes some people. And if you're making everybody happy, then you're probably unhappy and I'm a relatively happy guy because I learned how to let stuff go off my back a long time ago. If you're in a relationship and you can make it work how it works for y'all, then I don't care. If, you, if you're good, if y'all are good with each other, then who am I to tell you what you ought to do and what you ought not do? Fair enough. As long, I mean, that's just whatever. I don't... You, you can put whatever Bible verse you want to on that, or you can put whatever, however you feel, woman empowerment. I don't care. I genuinely, me and my wife haven't worked out, and I don't care what anybody else thinks about it, to be quite frank. It, it doesn't pertain to anybody else. Um, we raise our kids. We, we pay our bills. We, we do what we have to do to make sure we can get where we got to go and do what we want to do. And uh, that's it. That's, that's, that's it in a nutshell. Now, about these friggin' illegal immigrants. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm tired. I'm not going to the Blue Iguana anymore either because I'm tired of them. <laughs> Words out. Them, so. <laughs> well, for the record, it off. wasn't anyone that worked at the Blue Iguana. It was just... Whatever. They let them in. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know how the story ended either. We never could we, quite get there. So. Right. We had Probably to have a better screening ending. process. But, I mean, the fact that they served Bud Light, I'll tell you all you need to know. There you go. You serve Bud Light. I can't even be in this establishment. I'm kidding. Calm down. I don't care. Drink Bud Light if you want to. Shop at Target. I don't care. Wear a tuck suit. Doesn't bother me at all. I'm not tucking nothing. You, you do what it does for you, and then we'll just be happy. Be careful. I'll show up with some clown shoes and a big nose and a tuck suit, and we'll see who gets what where. I bet Mom Howard's asked me to leave. <laughs> Anything can happen tomorrow night. Be there. Six o'clock. You got to go to the honky bucket if you're going to wear that get up, sir. (laughs) We don't have none of that. (laughs) We're not having all that in here. You're right about that. I mean, this is what I like to do. I like for people to laugh. You take serious issues and look. I mean, come on. At the end of the day, we're we're all here. We all have to get along. We're all going to one or two places when we leave here. uh, If you believe that. And if you don't, doesn't mean it's not true. Uh, so deal with that. And, you know, let's just going along to get along has gotten us in some pretty bad spots. So there is this point where you just have to be contrary, not for the sake of being contrary, but because you know that's what you need to do. It doesn't matter if somebody else disagrees with you. Let them deal with their own consequences. 
Mm. I agree. Right. And that, and uh, I'm yeah, for live and let live day. as long as they let me live <laughs> without telling well, me what I have to do. If you can support yourself and stay out of my way, I'm okay. Just, Absolutely. Just don't ask me to can. Just don't ask me to condone everything you're doing, especially if I don't agree with it. I mean, I'm perfectly fine if you want to do whatever it is you want to do, but that doesn't mean I have to condone it or celebrate it or put it on a calendar for a month and be like, "Thank God we have this right here because this particular group of people, uh, they being they're being whatever." And, and right. You know what the real problem is? Here's the real problem. The real problem is is if you are white and you're a male, you do not have any grounds to stand on to talk about uteruses, melanin color, other uh, other segments of society's problems because um, you have you don't know what it's like to be them. Well, don't forget yesterday, Eric, yesterday we found out that um, African-American males have been added to the patriarchy and they are oppressors now too so our club is growing by leaps well, and bounds now all we gotta do is get all you gotta do is get the chinese or the asians and uh the pacific islanders uh who else is out there we got uh, the hispanics the, are almost gay, you're pretty much there already the gay guys yeah they're no the they're, gay guys aren't coming were, over no they, they got a well anyway we gotta yeah. take a break thanks eric we'll be back tomorrow We'll Tomorrow. Oh, my it's gosh. Over, really? Scott. See y'all. Y'all be good. See y'all. Get here when you can, Scott. Get here when you can. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for joining us on this episode of Alabama Unfiltered.